0: Welcome everybody to another episode of The Nerd Continuity where we talk about design development and all other crazy sort of stuff that we find online. Today it's a um, slightly different different episode and I feel like I'm repeating that today it's a slightly different episode since episode one because I can never find a proper way to do an episode, I cannot find the proper format, but it's fine, it's a work in progress, It's um, it's an organic type of podcast, it's not a set or a preset type of podcast that we have to follow uh, rules or we have to follow a schedule. We can do whatever we want and I can do whatever we want. So this is a slightly different podcast because it's going to be just audio, it's not going to be any video, so if you're watching this on YouTube, do not expect These uh, screenshot of the title to change but if you're listening to these on itunes or whatever other podcast platform you're pretty safe you're not missing out anything you're not missing any type of video content so this is episode number 20 of the nerd continuity podcast and it's the end of the year today is december 21st 2016 and i'm not sure i'm gonna be able to record another podcast before 2017 so i wanted to use this time to wrap it up this past year to think about everything i did and everything i accomplished and everything i failed in 2016 and share it with you before starting i want to give you a couple of uh Generic updates, mostly about the podcast. So if you were following this podcast on SoundCloud and you cannot find it anymore, it's totally sort of normal because I canceled my SoundCloud subscription. Uh, I canceled it for a couple of reasons. The main reason was the price. I was paying almost twenty dollars per month uh, to host the podcast, and if you followed it, you notice that I'm not uploading one podcast per day or not even one podcast per week it's really random and sometimes i don't publish a new podcast for a a couple of months or stuff like that so i don't really need the settings or the service offered by soundcloud because i don't publish as many podcasts as i do with videos and the other reason is i was starting to get a lot of spam i don't know why i don't understand like if soundcloud has um spam filter activated or it's like a specific situation with my profile but I was getting messages every day by fake accounts, fake messages and weird comments and it's already hard to manage all the comments and all the requests and questions from YouTube or Twitter and Facebook on my Facebook page. So I didn't really want to manage also the comment section on SoundCloud especially because on SoundCloud, I had only uh, 90 followers, Uh, nothing much like really few followers. So it wasn't really used as a platform and, but the amount of spam comment, Uh, compared to the amount of followers that I had it was kind of crazy so I decided to cancel I'm gonna save 20 bucks a month and it's it's totally fine Um, so in the future I'm currently building a custom plugin for my website in order to uh, store to save or publish uh, the podcast episodes has custom post types and automatically generate all the proper rss feeds in order to um, make this podcast available on itunes or google play or all these other podcast platforms and podcast um, apps that you can use i don't know how much it's going to take me because it I, i never did it before it's the first time but I'm gonna code it, I'm gonna collect all these episodes uh, or the past 20 episodes that I did and I'm gonna publish them all on my website so you can listen to the previous episodes if you miss something uh, from my website and if you're listening this episode from my website from within my website, it means that I succeeded and that's a big achievement for me but I'm not sure uh, how it's gonna be and when it's gonna be, hopefully it's gonna be soon. So what happened? This year, uh, that was a pretty intense year. I don't know you guys what you did, but uh, I don't know, it felt really fast. It went super quickly and I didn't really notice that it was already Christmas <laughs> up until a week ago, uh, I don't know it feels crazy, sometimes I go back and check all the videos that I published, I published more than 80 videos in the past year, so uh, we're almost at 200 videos on the channel that it's it's unbelievable, like I'm impressed by my consistency and commitment, it's great. But um, I have a couple of highlights of these here. First, I got, for the first time, uh, my videos got stolen by a user. So someone uh, downloaded my videos about the WordPress 101 series and uploaded them first on Udemy and the second time on Skillshare. Uh, First of all, I wanna thank you all Uh, even if you didn't participate on like helping me to take down those videos or you didn't flag me uh, these stolen content but thank you all because thanks to you guys thanks to your commitment and thanks to your feedback I was able to do something like I'm not on Udemy I'm not on Skillshare I'm not on Linta.com or whatever other platform or whatever other uh, tutoring website or e-learning whatever plays so sometimes I get a, a message from you or from, from one of my subscribers that says like oh I, I found this video that it totally looks like you but I don't think you publish it because this guy has a completely different name so um, thank you for frogging that out thank you for keeping an eye open and thank you for recognizing my video and uh, uh, that was something Really hard to process like the first time that happened. I was really upset and especially because this guy this user didn't just steal my videos He actually edited them so he removed all the parts where I do the introduction or I say Thank you at the end they removed all the part where I said my name and he replaced those parts with its own graphic like a custom introduction or some music in the background so he was I don't know it felt like uh, yeah it's like you do something that it's yours and someone like takes it and completely destroys it it's so it was so upsetting and it It took a week for Udemy, even more for Udemy to take down those videos, but Thanks to that experience I learned that I have to start protecting myself a little bit but I thought it was just like one shot, like just one thing that will never happen again but actually after two, three months the same videos uh, showed up on Skillshare and they were exactly the same videos, same structure, same type of introduction, same cuts And so the same user that I was able to ban from Udemy and I contacted that user directly and he actually answered me and he pretended to not know what was going on. He said, no, I actually, um, this like this thing like, pissed me off a lot because he said to me uh, I'm a big fan of yours I took your videos because I wanted to test the upload functionality of Udemy for my future videos and I didn't make any money but it wasn't that wasn't true of course it was totally a lie like it was obviously a lie and uh, the most upsetting thing was the number of users that paid to watch those videos. There are free videos that you can find on YouTube. And same thing for Skillshare, like more than 200 users paid that class to watch 10 videos, not even the entire series, like an incomplete series, a non-finished series with non-finished information. And it was really, really upsetting and this guy tried again on Skillshare that was banned again on Skillshare. So let's see, I will keep an eye open and I will thank you all again. If you find um, again, my video on another platform and probably is going to be the same guy try again on another platform. There are so many platforms that you can do that and they don't really check the content before uploading it or before like releasing it. You, pretty much you can upload whatever you want and then if you do a copyright strike they take it down but they don't tell you really what happens like they don't tell you if they refund the users that paid the class or if they uh, create like they do actually a legal action against the user that uploaded these videos but they they don't tell you anything and of course i don't have the money and the time to do a proper legal action because it takes time and it takes money i have to hire a lawyer and it's it's annoying like i don't want to waste time with these things and remove my really limited time from work and from videos and from these online community it's really upsetting so it's okay that's something i learned during this year it's like how to deal with these issues and thanks to your support i i wrote a a post like a blog post on facebook because i was really upset i was really like not depressed, but I was really disappointed about this whole situation. And you guys showed me your support and you guys showed me that you showed me love and that was the, the best thing ever. Like feeling loved in a moment of sadness, it's just the best. So you gave me a couple of ideas and I'm gonna apply those ideas. Like the most obvious one is Uh, interrupt the videos with like uh, a quick commercial or a quick presentation, put a watermark on the bottom right or something like transparent that doesn't really Uh, bother like the visualization of the video but it's something that it's there and if you wanna remove it, you have to cut a part of the video and it will make it impossible to follow. So I will do a couple of things like that. And I will try also sometimes to do videos with a little pop-up, like a small pop-up of my face on top. So it's obvious that's me and in the middle of the video, I will show a text on top Hopefully, it's not going to be too intrusive. A text on top that says these videos are made by Alex and are free on Alicad. And you can find it for free on YouTube. So, if you're paying for this video, you got scammed. And I'm sorry and stuff like that. So, I, I need to find these small things. I need to apply these small things in order to protect the viewers. Um, because it's, it doesn't really affect me much. Uh, it doesn't... I don't do these as I wrote. I don't do these for the money. So it's not that if you pull away two hundred users from my user base, I'm gonna be broke. Like I, I don't care about things. The things that I care are the user. Is the guy? Is the, the the student that thinks that he needs to pay money in order to learn something? And especially in the digital age, like if you have to go to the university or if you hire a tutor or if you go in a private session in a class, you totally have to pay the teacher, the facility, all the things that you use, absolutely. But if you're doing something online, if you wanna learn something online, especially if you wanna learn coding, there are so many free resources that you could follow and you shouldn't pay for unfinished work and that's something really, really upsetting, so the other thing that I, I want to try to achieve is to kind of become famous, uh, that's not, it's not because of me, like, I don't want to be an internet sensation or a fucking, like, I don't know, uh, I don't want to be, a, I don't want to go viral or stuff like that, I'm, I'm totally fine being, like, unknown and have you guys as one-on-one sessions and knowing your names and answering to your comments. And I'm totally happy about that. But the thing is, if my videos are known and are globally recognizable, a user that it's on Udemy or Skillshare, whatever other platform, sees a video that it's identical to mine or like that's my video that was edited because my videos are famous this user, that user will recognize it immediately can flag it out to can flag it as like a copyright infringement or can contact me directly uh, with a direct message on Facebook or my email so that's that's my main goal like I'm almost at twenty thousand subscribers that it's unbelievable so if for the next year I'm gonna be able to reach one hundred thousand subscribers, I will have pretty much uh, the 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 proper user base, the proper amount of visibility in order to uh, quote unquote fight back these stolen content on other platforms because my videos with a hundred thousand subscribers my videos will be shared a lot will be viewed a lot will be known by a lot of users and these user will have less chance to find my videos ...or less chance to be scammed by my videos on these other platforms... ...because my videos are famous and they know, like, everyone knows... ...that they can find it online and they're free, so... Uh, ...that's kind of the idea, like... ...being globally recognizable so you can avoid to get scammed... That that's ...that's okay. Because also, the other thing is... ...the first time that happened... I was really upset also with all the users that uh, Purchase this thing because I couldn't understand like why do you pay? $20 or $30 or like th- th- on Udemy was my serious was uh $45 for 10 videos. It's like an insane price. It just it's too much. And why do you pay? Why do you want to pay $45 for 10 videos of uh, 20 minutes each? It's you know that with those 10 videos, you will not learn everything about WordPress. And you can see it like with the sunset theme, we are a video number 60 and we didn't cover everything about WordPress. we covered a lot, but we didn't do everything. We are missing a lot. So can you imagine paying $45 for 10 videos and knowing that you will not gain the knowledge that you need? And at the beginning I was upset with the user, like, how can they not know this? But then I realized that it's not their fault. It's like, how can, like reverse the question to myself, uh, how can they know that like, they can't? And of course they, because of the current knowledge or the current status of web resources, it, we have this built in knowledge that if something is free it means that it's not as good as the same thing if you pay it so you're more willing to pay something even if it's incomplete but you know that because you're paying it and you're buying it from a trustworthy source you will have a better chance of learning something or it, the, the, the quality of the product that you're buying it will be better than the free product that you can find online and that's a misconception that i wanna i wanna destroy it's something that i wanna change because for me it's a misconception but it's also not a misconception it's also kind of true because if you like how many hours of research you spend to find a really good content or a really good free resource for you to learn something for real most of the times the tutorials for free uh, that you can find are incomplete or are outdated or are i don't know it's just like a quick blog post with the code slapped there on the page and it's like hey if you want to do this just copy paste this code and it's going to work they don't really spend time on explaining why the thing works and why it was meant to be built like that. They, they don't explain that, so. And it's totally normal because you you cannot spend time on something that you know you're not gonna have anything in return. Also, like for myself, I started doing video, these videos to learn English because I had a huge uh, lack of uh, technical knowledge, like technical English when it comes to uh, talking development. I still have, and I still have to learn. So that's why I keep doing these videos. Um, But then it turned into something that I I can do it. I'm enjoying it a lot. I love it. And I can make a little bit of money. All the monies that I get are through the built-in advertisement of YouTube. And I have a couple of sponsorization with uh, Template Monster, or host Gator or sometimes I I review a product but that's it like I I don't have skew money to watch my videos are totally free and if you want to skip the ad skip the ad if you want to use Adblock use Adblock it's fine I have a job I don't need to for YouTube to be my job so I'm in a pretty sweet spot and I can afford this I can afford to be detailed and I can afford to be accurate and do a really pretty long and exhaustive tutorial series completely for free for you. But of course the average user doesn't know that because the the, the reality it's, it's like that, like free content it's mostly shitty, paid content it's mostly good. So that's another goal of 2017, like destroy this con- concept of free equal crap. So... I'm gonna just do a lot of free videos about a lot of different topics and hopefully um, my videos will be shared enough to uh, fight back this copyright stuff and it's really annoying issues that I would really like. To avoid to spend time dealing with but that's something that happens moving on a couple of updates for the 2017 so uh the sunset theme it's almost done i think we are five or six videos away because we finished the contact form i'm gonna do a video on how to style it properly and make it look Good and do a a bunch of cool CSS transition to have a nice response for the user. And then we're gonna style, uh, we're gonna take care of making it fully responsive. We're gonna implement more options for the user to update the header or manage the header through the customizer. And then that's it, we're gonna package it and we're gonna see how to release it on the WordPress template store or whatever, WordPress theme repository. Uh, so after that, the Sunset theme or the premium development series is going to be complete. The next step is to start immediately the plugin development series. And it's something you guys asked a lot and I cannot wait to start. The focus on the series is going to be first to build a super quick and simple plugin just to show you how, here's the basic structure, like right? what you need to build a plugin. And then... After that, because to show you the structure of a plugin, it's gonna be just like two or three videos, nothing more. After that, I'm gonna keep continuing that series by building a small plugin every two or three videos. So it's gonna be also a challenge for myself. So I'm gonna do some survey, I'm gonna ask what type of plugin should I build right now? And I'm gonna give you three options. You're going to select one, the most voted. I'm going to build that plugin. And of course, I'm going to reuse the source code on GitHub for free. So I'm going to record myself while building those plugins. And it's going to be really interesting. Uh, the next series that I'm going to start is going to be PHP from scratch. That is something that is actually missing because I was trying to, like, a lot of times you guys asked, like, I would like to learn PHP, like, i I I'm grasping WordPress thanks for the videos, I know WordPress but I would really like to learn PHP properly because I don't know that. And I noticed that it actually doesn't exist a proper free source of learning PHP thoroughly. Most of the time there's there's the tutorial like how to send an email in PHP or how to create cool arrays in PHP but there's... It doesn't exist currently a free complete resource on learn PHP from the ground up and be like a decent developer at the end that, that doesn't exist that so I'm gonna do that it's gonna be interesting because I learned PHP like 10 years ago or something so I need to like refresh my knowledge about ter- terminology or proper way of doing things I don't want to give you wrong information and while doing these two series I'm gonna keep doing the uh, git series actually I want to try to complete the git from scratch series because to complete git completely like to do it in order to use it properly I need just seven or six videos so I'm probably I'm gonna record them all together in a batch I'm gonna release them one per day and then I will keep Publishing Design factories videos and tutorials about Affinity Designer. They release a new version of Affinity Designer that it's it's amazing and they release finally the full version for Windows. It's just incredible. So these are the updates for the 2017 new series, uh, pushing it more, try to publish more videos per week, and it's going to be really interesting. And of course, everything is going to be still free and completely accessible just on YouTube and only on YouTube, I think, or maybe not. Because, (laughs) maybe not, because the next update, it's um, about my website. So I have the website alicat.com that you probably saw it. And I'm not publishing anything there because I don't have time. (laughs) But it's, um, I want to restructure it. And if you follow the Design Factory series, you saw that I completely... Uh, built a new design for that website and I'm planning to open an online community so most likely I'm gonna change the website URL from Alicad.com to Alicademy because what's the best way to compete with these paid services with a free online service (laughs) so Alicademy is basically gonna be a repository of all the YouTube videos, but organized better in uh, categories, sections, or learning paths. For example, if you wanna be a designer, you're gonna select the website in Al Academy Learning Path designer, like UX designer. And in the UX designer, you're going to have all the playlists of the design factory, the affinity designer, uh, wireframing, or all the new series that I'm going to do about design. So how to design a logo, how to design a landing page or stuff like that. If you want to be a backend developer, you can select the learning path of back-end developer and you're gonna have the full list of all the playlists that you should follow. So all the videos about PHP, all the videos about the back-end of WordPress, um, database things or infrastructure, IT maintainer, all this kind of stuff. So I'm gonna organize the videos in a better way in order to uh, make you Uh, more aware of the separation between all the different fields, all the different sections of the web world or this kind of stuff, the IT development thing. And uh, it's going to be really interesting because um, the more videos I publish on YouTube, the harder it gets to maintain them organized. And I I noticed that most of the time users don't actually use the playlist and I organize all my videos in place, but they, they are not easy to follow and sometimes you forget that you have a playlist. So having a website where everything is probably organized for you laid down and maybe giving you the option to have, if you have an account, you can check a video that you already saw. So having a bookmark of what you saw and starting again from the same spot or remembering what you learned or what you should like, suggesting, okay, you completed this series. The next logical step, you should learn this now. So the idea is having like a really good community, online community has a repository of all the videos, all, all the learning things. Opening Al Academy will help me also to start searching for collaborators like other developers that most likely I know personally that are here so I can monitor them properly. But I would love to open this platform to other educators, other teachers in order to have more videos, maybe on some topics that I don't know, like I I don't know everything. So uh, it would be nice to have an iOS developer and showing you for free how to build an iOS app with Swift. That would be amazing and also another thing i would like to open a forum and have to i would like to move all the comments and all the discussions that we're currently having on facebook or youtube on the forum itself i'm sure it will take time it's gonna be painful but yeah al academy is gonna be wordpress based of course it's gonna still have a blog uh, but it's gonna have a forum a completely custom post type section for all the series Organized properly in categories and custom taxonomies, and it's gonna be awesome. I'm I'm sure. I hope it's gonna be awesome. <laughs> Hopefully, yes, or maybe not. We'll see. We're almost at the end of this podcast, and uh, to conclude this podcast, I want to share with you all the things that I learned in the past year, and mostly. I learned a lot of things I learned like a lot of different coding languages a lot of different new frameworks a lot of different way of doing things I learned about myself a lot like myself from an emotional point of view but I think all these things are kind of boring I want to just like focus on three things that I learned from bad experiences <laughs> and the first thing that I learned and I want to share with you it's it's okay to be bad I mean not bad as a bad person (laughs) it's okay to not know it's okay to not be hundred percent sure of what you're doing and that's a thing that I still struggle but because I I consider myself not good but I want to show to everyone else to everybody else that I'm the best and that's really hard (laughs) to maintain constantly. So in this year I learned to say no I don't know this like oh no oh this is new oh this is interesting please show me how to do it and I I wanna learn. So admitting that you don't know how to do something properly and asking for help it's Something that I learned this year before I, I used to not do it. I used to stay quiet, go back home, study, study, study and fix it up by myself. Ask for help. It's fine. It's not going to affect you personally. It's not going to change the uh, perspective of someone and towards you. It's it's totally fine. Just like it's, it's for you. It will open your mind and will create a better environment with everyone so it's it's hard but trust me it's okay to to not be 100% good it's okay to not know everything the second thing that I learned in this year it's uh, respect the framework so right now we are in a pretty sweet spot in the web environment you have a lot of pre-built frameworks you have a lot of um, pre-packaged application that you can Use as a base ground like as the starting point of your custom application of your website but before using those you have to learn how they work because it's not useful to for example use bootstrap if you're not going to respect the grid of bootstrap and you're going to write your custom CSS to override the bootstrap grid so why you're using bootstrap uh, it's not used to use Laravel if you're not going to respect the folder structure or the uh, architecture of Laravel. Like if you use something that it's there, it's pre-packaged. read the documentation, study how this application or this framework works and then build your stuff on top by respecting that framework. Don't override your thing because you think that your logic is better. If you think that your logic is better, do not use a framework because you're going to create a lot of problems for yourself in the future when you're going to be more confident with the framework, but you're going to realize, oh, I fucked it up. And now if I delete this code, I'm going to, everything is going to fall apart because it's, it's not good. So... Respect the framework, always respect the starting code, like don't use your logic if you want to use framework logic. That those two things are not compatible most of the time. So uh, it this can be connected also to the first part that it's okay to not know. If you don't know how a framework works, don't pretend to know by building it on top and making it work as you think, just learn it. Like. Take the time to learn and it's going to be way better. Uh, The last and third thing that I learned this past year is to trust your instinct or uh, in my case, like trust my instinct, because sometimes, as I said before, most of the times, I i don't consider myself a a person that knows everything like i consider myself a really average developer and i don't think i'm that good but sometimes during meetings or during Chatting with other developers, I get intimidated a little bit by the confident of all these other people. Like they talk so fluently in English, and they they talk with these technical terms that I I never heard because I I know it I I know them in Italian. But yes, I have these issues. In uh, do I really belong here? Am I really saying something good or something wrong? I don't know. I'm like I have all these issues, so when I'm in this situation sometimes I feel uh, in the back of my mind I feel like a thought like oh this is for me this is wrong like they're saying something and everyone agrees and because I don't have the skills or the knowledge like the, the the language skills to answer back I think that that's okay so I don't I don't question that decision or the thing but on the back of my mind I still think like in my opinion, that thing is wrong, like should be done differently. And I don't want to say 100% of the time, but I'd say like 99% of the time, uh, after a little bit, everyone realizes that that approach or the process wasn't the best one. And they change and they use the approach or the process that I thought and I didn't say. So even if you're not the smartest in the room and no one is the smartest because if they talk to destroy you with words it's because they are not confident about their knowledge so they want to keep talking to avoid to you to answer and question their own logic so if you think that something is not done properly and if you have this instinct that it says like oh this doesn't really look right just say it if it's wrong if, if your opinion is wrong it's fine you learn something new you share your opinion they're going to answer you with hopefully positive feedback to let you know why it's wrong and you learn something new but don't keep it in yourself because you think that it's going to like make you look bad because you're saying something wrong you don't know if what you think is wrong if you don't say it so trust your instinct if you have something to say just say it and if it's wrong good because you have room to learn but if it's correct way better because you're gonna show them that you know your shit (laughs) you know what you're talking about so that's something that i learned like I, i i need to trust my instinct and uh, it's it's really hard, especially when you find someone that thinks the opposite, that thinks that he knows everything and it's better than you. And you try to be polite and you try to let them know that hey, probably we should do this. No, 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 no. I'm no. Why? Why and like that? This is really it's really tough. But you should trust yourself and you should be okay in failing. Like it's okay to be bad. And trust yourself always let's go back to the first uh, the first point it's okay to be bad but trust your instinct and you're gonna learn a lot more in way shorter amount of time so I think it's pretty much it for these uh, episode number 20 of the nerd continuity and I wish you all happy holidays I wish you all the best for the last days of the year. I wish you all the greatest success for the new year. And thank you so much for following and bye.